0: Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. It's great to have you with us and i never ever take it for granted that you spend time listening to the podcast and consider it worthwhile as something that can help on your journey and please if you do find it worthwhile please share it please leave us a review and let people know how they can benefit by listening to So, it is a new year, it's the beginning of 2023, and I want to talk about, I'll be honest about it and get straight to the point, I want to talk about suffering. Now, why, as somebody who's positive, who has aligned himself in previous Decades with the positive thinking approach to life, would I want to even discuss, at the beginning of a new year, suffering? Well, I don't know about you, and I'd be really keen to hear, but the more I experience life the more I try and find out about it the more I analyse it the more I believe that and I'll quote maybe I'm quoting the Buddha maybe somebody will put me right on this and say no you're not quoting the Buddha it's a mistake so please put me right but I believe From the Buddha or the Buddhist philosophy, there is the saying, the mantra, that life is suffering. Well, happy days. Happy days. Well, let's take a little look at that and see how it pans out. Because at the end of the day, it's all about us finding things that help us in life. Not necessarily finding out things for the sake of it, for being clever, for being somebody who has got words to throw around to impress people. No, it's about finding out processes, ways and strategies, if you like, that will help us and others on our journeys. I think wisdom is something that is of great value. Why keep blundering into the same mistakes again and again and again when you can exponentially learn from people who've gone before us and certainly from your own experience, if not from the experience of those who've gone before you. And I was listening to uh, the great Jordan Peterson, who so does so well at pulling things together. And if, I, if you haven't really got into listening to this man, this man then, I think that you're probably possibly missing a trick. Have a look and find out. I think he's one of the greatest minds on the planet. And he has an ability with his depth of understanding, his depth of knowledge, his reading, his career, and his, his psychological makeup and his strengths. He has an ability to pull things together. And an ability to pull things together from the biological world, the philosophical world, the psychological world, and the real world, if I can use that, use that term. And one of the things he talked about was the absolutely amazing difference on a psychophysiological level, i.e. a mental and a physical level, between somebody who voluntarily accepts a challenge... And somebody who has to deal with a challenge that is thrust upon them. So you get two people exactly the same. Of course, you don't get two people exactly the same, but you get my drift. And one of those has a challenge in front of them that they they look at it, they go, Great, I'm into this, I'm gonna sort this out, I'm gonna solve it, I'm getting on with it, I'm gonna get everything boxed off, I'm gonna ask who I need to do, I'm gonna get this done. Whatever I need to do, I'm gonna do it. And then the next person says, oh, this is an absolute pain in the rear. It's absolutely not what I want to do. I don't fancy this. I'm not into this. I can't move on unless I get this sorted. Oh, my days. What am I going to have to do? Uh, and, and And sits and wonders about it. Those two people have exactly the same situation in front of them. They are psychophysiologically completely different. One is upbeat, one is happy, one is positive, one is energised and is likely to have a better outcome. The other is possibly depressed, possibly concerned, worried, anxious and all the things that go along with that. What is the difference? It is purely the the voluntary acceptance of the challenge. Now, I think that's worth investigating. The voluntary acceptance of challenge. If we consider it carefully, is this not what life is? Life, we've just said that life is suffering. And you'll see where I'm going on leader, manager, coach in terms of achievement and success and helping your teams, your players, your staff, yourself to move on. But if life is suffering, what does that really mean? It possibly means that Look, ultimately life is, is, is a catastrophe and a tragedy and that we're going to die. But from the moment we're blessed with life on this planet, we breathe, we drink water, we eat food, we're nurtured, and we can engage at whatever level, we can take advantage of that and embrace it. But ultimately we know as physical beings that this is going to come to an end. So yes, you could look at it as a tragedy. But on the, in the process of that... Could it not be looked at that life is just a series of never-ending challenges? As a child, you learn to become, to walk, to eat, to drink, to sit up, to stand up. Then again, to walk. Then you go to school and you learn skills at different levels, depending on your ability and your situation, your physicality, etc. If possible. Yes, we know there are exceptions to the rule, of course. But as a general rule, and then... To college or university and skills and careers and so on and so on and so on and then you get a house maybe and then you learn to fix things in the house maybe you learn to relate to get married to have a relationship to argue to discuss to reach a compromise to reach a, a joint decision you learn to drive and so on and so on and so on and so on and does it ever end well maybe it ends if you decide to let it end and you do the minimum yes Which I think a lot of people do, sadly. Probably an an enormous source of depression and anxiety. Peterson says that life is about this never-ending hero's journey. So does Campbell. So does Brian Johnson. This never-ending hero's journey that we've talked about before. And it is that voluntary acceptance of the hero's journey... And what is laid at your door and laid on your path that is the difference. The voluntary acceptance of it. Now, it's all well and good choosing. Oh, well, I like these challenges and I like those challenges because I'm better at this and better at that. Of course you are. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. We have ways of thinking. We are better at some things than others. That's why the world works as it does. Thank goodness there are mathematicians. Thank goodness there are artists. Thank goodness there are accountants. Thank goodness there are people who can write amazing words. Thank goodness there are people who are practical and plumbers and electricians. And thank goodness there are amazing footballers. But to some degree, we can only choose partly what it is we we, we engage in. We can make big decisions and hopefully we will spend a great deal of our lives in the arenas that we choose. We may choose to get married, have a relationship. We'll choose to be in that arena and solve all those problems we'll choose to be parents and solve all those problems we'll choose to be an engineer or a footballer or an athlete and we'll solve those problems for this particular period of time anyway so we have a choice but we also have choices that we have no idea are going to come along we have absolutely no idea when you engage in being a professional footballer or decide to be what challenges are going to come up you think you do but you have no idea Left out of the team, loss of form, feeling vulnerable, injury. doesn't occur to you when you're 13. Fall in love with somebody, the most beautiful person in the world, enamored with them. How can anything ever go wrong? They develop early onset dementia. They have a spinal injury. You no longer have a physical life. You have no idea these challenges are going to come across your way. Now that is the challenge to voluntary acceptance. So I think the first thing to say is, look, life is 100% a series of challenges. And I've also, from Maps of Meaning, heard it written and described like, there's this great portion of unknown, everything we don't know. We have no idea what we don't know. And the conundrum is we don't know it. And we have this body of knowledge that we do know, medicine, science, building, architecture, vehicles, books, art, everything that physics, chemistry, sending people to the moon. All the things we do that make up our world our, in our sports, our science, our evidence, our videography, our game analysis, our education system, all the things we know, history, history. But outside that is everything else. And we have no idea how enormous that is. It's probably so enormous we can't even begin to imagine it as human beings. And you can look at it that your job is to gradually increase your competence and knowledge. To make that body of knowledge known bigger. And sometimes people say, well the more you know, the more you realise you don't know. An interesting concept. But that's the game we're engaged in. And it's hard. It's tough. There's a word from for archery for missing the mark called sin. Now, we consider sin to be something that people do voluntarily badly. So if you sin, you do something and it's considered to be not good, maybe punishable. Something that you may seek redemption for. Sin means missing the mark. So if you are an archer and you aim at the target and you miss it. That's what that means. And we're constantly aiming at targets aren't we? I've got to fix this leak. I've got to make this car work. I've got to get this game won. I've got to score this goal. I've got to run under 30 seconds. got to paint this picture i've got to get this project and i've got to finish this course aiming at a target and very often we miss it probably more often than we hit it now there in itself lies one of the problems in that people get psychologically destroyed by that some people get absolutely destroyed never return some people have a week two weeks three weeks four weeks a month a year of destruction go to bed shut the curtains and lie down Some people have a night, have a glass of wine, get up the next day and go again. Some people just keep going. We all react differently. But does it not help if we understand that this is the process that we are engaged in and for us to be voluntarily engaged in this is the best way. So we might as well accept that we're going to fail and the more that we fail... The closer we are to getting that body of knowledge greater, the closer we are to hitting the mark so we can move on and do what? Set up another target. Because that is life. We have this dream, don't we? That I'll just do this and I'll just do that and I'll just do the other and everything will be okay. What does be okay mean? It probably means I'll be able to rest and I'll never have any more challenges again. Uh -uh. They've done studies and they've put people in lovely environments where everything is great and they've got everything they want the food the drink are in a beautiful environment they get waited on after a certain amount of time people start to create problems they start to fall out they start to argue they they start to create issues why well psychologically we are goal-seeking beings we are programmed to feel good when we move towards a target So you set a goal, I'm going to get a certain job. You make progress, you put your CV together, you'll get a hit of dopamine, you feel better about it. A bigger hit of dopamine than you'll get sitting down in in a deck chair drinking a beer, much bigger. You get some letters out for applications, you get a hit of dopamine, you feel better. You get some rejections. You don't feel better, but you analyze the rejections and you realize you've got to improve something because you ask for feedback. The feedback says, "Um, we're now looking for people with this qualification. You spend six months getting another qualification, you'll feel better about it, you meet more people, you have another hit of dopamine. And so on, and so on, and so on. And we are driven to have that hit of dopamine. We get it by moving towards a target. We need a target in the first place. So we are goal-seeking beings. And we const- when we miss the target, we constantly have to ask, why didn't I hit it? How can I improve? And what can I do better next time? It's like the process of redemption. Learning, learning, learning and growth. What is it that helps us to grow? Well, I talked in my last podcast about Pele and how the greatest footballer of all time had this ultimate humility. And that's the word I'm looking for, humility. Because humility is that thought process of, I'm a mortal human being, in the grand scheme of things I have no idea how amazing this universe is, how big it is, how vast it is, how it works, what's going on. I have a little bit of an idea about this, that and the other and I'll do my very best. But I am open to learning because what I don't know dwarfs what I do know. By an unimaginable amount. I will ask. I will study. I will learn. I will try. And I will keep going. That is humility. That is a learning growth mindset. What's the antithesis of that? Pride. Some people say pride is like the cardinal sin. I'm great. I know it all. Wow, I'm good. I look great. I'm amazing. I've done so well there. We've won the World Cup. We've won the championship. Gosh, I'm amazing. We're amazing. We're brilliant. The thought process is one of arrival. Having made it, no room for improvement. It's a very dangerous place to be. Choose humility over pride. And how do you know that what you're doing is correct? Well, I heard heard another great one as well. Stress test your theories. Another example of unbelievable humility. Stress test your theories. Whatever you think works, try it. Come at it from every other angle. Try it. Does this work? Does that work? Can it withstand this? Can it withstand that? It's how great scientists and civil engineers, I suppose find out and engineers and people who are brilliant at that kind of thing find out what construction materials work and what don't we need to do that what strategies work what strategies don't stress test your life learn from it you know you have to make judgments there's a lot of stuff in the world today about oh you can't discriminate between this and that be careful you have to discriminate about what works and what doesn't, what's good and what's bad. Discrimination is a natural, normal part of human thought process, and it's vital. And there's a big drive, and there's a lot of noise at the moment about being not discriminating. You have to be careful how you discriminate about discrimination. Let me tell you, it's important. You come across people with a different view than you. And it can be, for example, look at it in terms of official terms, if you like. What's your thesis? Well, I believe this and I believe that. What does the other person think? What's the antithesis? They believe this and they believe that. It's the opposite. Can you get together? Can you be mature? Can you discuss, have dialogue Try, stress test, be humble, work together, move on, and create an outcome from both of those. Not one is right and one is wrong, maybe it is. But create a synthesis from the thesis, the antithesis, create the synthesis. Beautiful. It's not compromise. It's a beautiful outcome where three plus three equals nine. Can you do that rather than have this pride and throw the relationship in the bin and think, oh, well, I'm not dealing with them anymore. I'm right. It's too painful. That is pride and stops you in your tracks. Life is a marathon too. It's not a sprint. And you have to keep trying and sometimes little wins come after a lot of failure you have to just keep trying and you have to try and work out what you can attain in a period of time low hanging fruit is always good to get but if you constantly get the low hanging fruit you won't stretch yourself if you stretch yourself too far you might fall and you might break a limb and you might be out of action for months there's always that golden mean that you're looking for, and it's never easy to hit it. You have to just keep trying. So, how do we know that all this talk of like life being constantly this constant process of battle, almost this constant process of suffering, this constant achievement? Well, again, I'll, I'll, I'll give all the glory of this to Jordan Peterson. He talks about how in the Western world we have something called an altar where people go to sacrifice as, as a way of understanding the world. Because if you think you personally are the be-all and end-all, there won't be any sacrifice because it's all about you. There has to be something greater than you in order to sacrifice too. Now, whatever that is for you is very personal. But in the Western world, and I come from the UK, and I'm not saying this is right, it's just a retelling of the story that Jordan Peterson tells so eloquently, and I suggest you check him out, about how... People understood this process and understood of this this great unknown and and had an altar where they worshipped and sacrificed as a way of recognising that this was the situation. And they built their churches, their places of worship around the altar. They then built their towns and the places they lived and the villages around the church so their whole lives were focused upon subconsciously maybe but it wouldn't be subconscious when they were doing it it just becomes that ongoing subconscious thing that maps of meaning talks about so much it's about sacrifice and you ha- you are basically sacrificing yourself your life for the process of growing and that's what this is about and it's not easy but it is the only way there's a book called the Tao De Ching the Tao is it's called, T-A-O Chinese philosophy from thousands of years ago from Sun Tzu maybe I'm wrong with the names but the Chinese philosophy of the Tao the Tao is, means the way. This. What I'm saying is, I believe this is the way. Life is a constant challenge and a, a constant suffering in terms of achieving and overcoming. And it's by voluntarily engaging in that process, we then become the hero. Because you can either be the hero who voluntarily accepts and sets out to be the mother, the wife, the leader, the athlete, the husband, the man, the husband, the father, the leader, the businessman, whatever it is for you, the hero. Or you can be the victim. Poor old me. Why is this happening to me? This is unfair. Now one thing I can say, and I'm sure you can too, is life is unfair. Why are there young children in the world who live for a few hours and die? Why are there young children in the world who get cancer? Why do some people live lives into their 90s and maybe over 100, and other people die in their 40s with a heart attack? Why, why, why? Why do some people suffer at the hands of people who shoot in schools if you want to talk about life being unfair we need to probably talk to some of those people who've sustained experience with that kind of thing so the sooner we accept that fairness is something we aim for as a human being and as a human society but we cannot guarantee it i think the better the soon you know the better we'll be how do we know what to do well if we don't know what to do i think it's better to choose a problem and go and sort it out i hear it many times and so do you probably i don't know what to do what shall i do with my life what shall i do i don't know what to do well just start just start it will change your physiology you will feel better And things will start to come into focus and fall into place. Just start. Go and choose a problem. If you do not know what to do. Go and choose something that needs sorting out. The smallest thing you can imagine. The smallest thing you can possibly do. Do not overstretch yourself. Just do something. Baby step after baby step after baby step. It will help. How do you know again what to do? What to say? Well, again... And again, I'll give the credit to this, to to Jordan Peterson, who who constantly reminds us, speak the truth. Speak the truth to yourself, no matter, and others, no matter what the consequences. Because the truth is the way. It might be painful. It might create short-term devastation. But the truth is the truth is the truth. Give it a value. That's how you know what to say and the other thing we've just talked about pick a problem that's how you know what to do and that is what i needed to say today folks so on your journey as a leader as a manager as a coach are you gonna voluntarily pick up your cross you're gonna be the hero and choose to be the hero not the victim it is the best way i believe And, you know, as a final word, there's a lot of talk and there's been lots of talk over many, many years, if probably not generations and millennia about happiness and our life's about being happy. Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Nowhere near, I'm nowhere near competent enough to answer that kind of question. I think if happiness comes across your path, you embrace it and ride it for all it's worth. But you cannot guarantee happiness. I think life is much more about meaning, as Viktor Frankl talked about. And if you have a cause, you have meaning. If you have meaning, you have something to get up for. That is what life's about. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great 2023. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.